Welcome to our bi-weekly Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our subject today is A Popular Way to Lose Money. Today's Wall Street Journal money section features the following headline, The Best Stock Fund Managers of 2018. That piece of eye candy always gets attention and ultimately leads to fund flows. The story's subhead offers a nice little justification. I quote, In a difficult year, here were the stock pickers who not only survived, they thrived. Not a few investors will say to themselves, Well, that's actually an accomplishment. Most people lost money, and these managers apparently offered downside protection. Of course, they don't realize that in a good market year, the subhead would read, and a year when even average performance was high, these managers delivered eye-popping returns. Readers will then conclude that these must be the best of the best. Sorry, folks, but it's not just that past performance does not predict future returns, as the disclaimer usually goes, but it would be closer to the truth to say that, statistically speaking, past positive performance is likely to presage poor performance. This has been studied numerous times. S&P Dow Jones Indices, for example, publishes a regular persistence scorecard. The one that came up first in my Google search from February 2018 reads as follows. Of the 222 large-cap managers that were in the top quartile as of September 2013, zero could retain this mark for the subsequent four periods. Similarly, for mid- and small-cap managers within their respective starting universes, no manager was able to maintain their performance. Now, I'm not telling you that the managers noted in today's Wall Street Journal have no talent. I'm sure some of them do. But the key problem with the presentation of the journal and other media sources is the focus on the past year. Investing is inherently a long-term proposition. By definition, then, it would be impossible to know if someone was a competent investor on the basis of one-year performance. What we can say with confidence, I believe, is that Warren Buffett is a talented investment manager based on a track record of over 50 years. And yet even he famously advised the trustees of his estate to invest 90% of his widow's assets in a very low-cost S&P 500 index fund. According to some studies, and depending on the time period examined, Buffett is one of the rare managers who has managed to beat the S&P 500, so one might think that he'd want the money invested in shares of his own Berkshire Hathaway holding company. But the Oracle of Omaha is apparently smart enough to understand that he won't be around to manage Berkshire after he lives out his days. None of this is to say that indexing is the only or best way to manage money. In fact, Berkshire shares have fallen to what many believe to be an attractive entry point currently and may be worth your consideration. Rather, at the beginning of a new year, when your senses will be besieged by stories about the latest and greatest managers, now is the time to firmly fix in your mind that you are looking at the investment equivalent of the glittering lights of Las Vegas. If you're ready to put some of your hard-earned money at risk in the hands of an investment manager, make sure you have a sense of the manager's performance over a full market cycle, from peak to trough to new peak. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. And make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.